You are on Texas Standard Time. It's 3 a.m. and Bethelina is shivering at the San Antonio Greyhound bus station. She and her son were released just hours ago from a Border Patrol holding facility in McAllen and then sent to San Antonio. The Honduran citizens said as cold as it is in the bus station, it was much colder at the Yeleda, which is what they called the icebox holding cells she sat in for the last five days, separated from her son. Petalina said he was kept in an area called the dog kennel and she could hear him crying for hours. Now reunited and released, they are making their way to Los Angeles to join a family member. But the child has a heavy, deep cough that he contracted from his days in custody, and it will serve as a constant reminder of their detention. Betalina is one of an estimated several thousand who are suddenly being released by U.S. immigration. Many of them will pass through this San Antonio bus station. Here at the bus station, we're having a large amount of families released from the family detention center, probably double what we usually see here. That's Sister Denise LaRocque with the Interfaith Welcome Coalition. On Saturday morning, she's preparing backpacks, meals, and medicine for those released from immigration detention. The detention centers and the holding centers at the border just get so full. It's just like releasing that valve, letting people go forward with their ankle monitors and all that kind of stuff. Immigration and Customs Enforcement released a statement saying the release began on October 23rd due to the limits in their authority. The statement reads in part, after decades of inaction by Congress, the government remains severely constrained in its ability to detain and promptly remove families with no legal basis to remain in the U.S. As a result, family units continue to cross the border at high volumes and are likely to continue to do so as they face no consequences for their actions. Some critics of ICE question the timing. They wonder if the release is somehow connected to the midterm elections where immigration is a central issue. However, LaRock says she avoids putting a political spin on events. Still, she's mystified. Um, it doesn't sound like they're going to the Pereira, what the families call the dog kennel. So is that changing? Are they ending using that now that it's got publicity? Or is it, or is it just, you know, the need for the moment because, you know, they're trying to clear out the holding places at the border to prepare for the caravan? So it, there's just a lot of questions. Then two buses pull up, one right after the other both from immigration detention centers, more buses are expected. Many of the families have been detained for weeks. They enter the bus station in a state of wide-eyed wonder. Clipboards in hand, LaRock and her fellow volunteers go to work. It's a kind of triage. They assess the needs of each person. Where are they trying to go? Which bus do they need to be on? Do they need help with a phone call, a change of clothes, something to eat? Some need help with their uncertain immigration status. Everybody I've talked to so far is seeking asylum and they have notices to appear in front of an immigration judge um, in the near future. Nate Roeder is a post-release manager with the nonprofit Refugees and Immigration Center for Education and Legal Services, RIESIS. He sits on a bench near the cafeteria and talks with a line of refugees with a file box of documents at the ready. We provide basic legal orientations for people who are being released. Um, so we have a little Know Your Rights chat that we do. We also are collecting information on where people are going and trying to provide legal referrals with our partners around the country. Roeder points out that these people are not in the country illegally. They are using the established asylum process, which is part of the legal system. My general sense is there's a, a mix of relief of being out of detention, but also uh, it's just the first step. 
He said there are long waits to have an asylum case heard, and along the way there are check-ins with ICE and a complicated legal process. But for now, the challenge is to get the refugees on their feet and on the right bus as they seek their place in America. In San Antonio, David Martin Davies for the Texas Standard.